Fresh 107.9 FM Professionalism Nurtured by Experience Our next selection is called Talk About You know too many times people listen to the beat of the song Instead of the lyrics of the song Well this time around if you're not going to listen to the lyrics of the song You can as well skip the song and take it to the next, to the next, to the next level Yeah, how I wish, wish, wish we can get down to the ish, ish, ish. You, you know who it is. It's Emma, 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 Emma. Must be her, 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 to think that I, I get away, away, away with the ish that I say, say, say. Let's go. I must talk, I must flow, I must speak, I must grow. I'm not a chicken, I'm a rooster. I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm supposed to. I must flow, I must speak. I must grow. I'm not a chicken, I'm a rooster. I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm supposed to. I just bought us like me. If you know you wanna grow, say cock a doodle doo. Yo, all the Ajibotas in the house, if you know you wanna grow, say cock a doodle doo. Too much propaganda. Good for the gooses and good for the ganda. Man always has a selfish agenda. President, sweep evidence under veranda. Me, I'm a public defender. I'm an editor with no footage. What shall I render? No retreat, no surrender. See, I fight for my rights like veranda. We have a former head of state who's rap still living large. Police IG who was stealing while in charge. Governors arrested for embezzlement. Politicians killed because they're relevant or just for the element. Everyone's scared, nobody wanna get killed. So we chill till they steal and they finish till they fail. And still we lay hell just a couple hundred mil. But now I'm gonna talk to the truth. Yo, me, I must talk. I must flow. I must speak. I must grow. I'm not a chicken out when I'm supposed to. I must flow. I must speak. I must grow. I'm not a chicken. I'm a rooster. I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm yeah, supposed to. Yeah, all my other brothers like me. If you really wanna grow, say cool. Yeah. Yo, all the Ajibotas in the house, if you know you want to grow, say cock a little deal. Yeah, too much film tricks, politics, and illegal contracts, and the people just sit. All right, good morning, Nigeria. Good morning, Ogun State. Good morning, Abel Kuta. Good morning, Ijebu Songo Ota. Good morning, Lagos. Good morning, wherever you're listening. This is Freshly Pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station on Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bel Kuta. I say good morning. My name is Binga Oreshego. Yes, I'm the man you just have to love. Freshly Pressed comes on your radio every weekday, 7 o'clock in the morning, all the way till 8. We reveal the papers. The cause of a show, we open the phone lines for you to all. I'm not here alone. I have uh, my usual... Well, stars, good morning. Good morning, Binga. Yeah, good morning. And, um, Nigerians. Yeah, good morning. All right, so, stars, um, remember, uh, freshly pressed, we do this every week. 
and uh, three minutes past the hour, seven o'clock. But before we go into the papers this morning, something happened yesterday. There was a story on the papers yesterday, and I just want to have your opinion on this and another story. Okay, um, with our lead conversation, President Balatinobu has directed the withdrawal of police personnel from VIP security duties. Now, when I saw this story, the first question I came to my mind was, okay, this is not the first time we're hearing this. I, I, I can remember uh, former president, Tulisha Gwambasunji, actually directed that from Semen to Lagos, police, all these um, roadblocks should clear. This is not the first time we're hearing that, oh, roadblocks are illegal. But with President Balatinobu saying that, hey, he's directing the withdrawal of police personnel from VIP security do you see this taking effect this time? Well, I should believe that it should take effect. He's the commander-in-chief. Sure. He's given instructions. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know that VIP that will be too big um, not to obey... Obey the commander-in-chief. And um, the IG in particular. I think he has no choice. This is not the first time... You know, they've been disobeying the commander-in-chief. We remember there was a time the former president, Mohamed Bouhari, said, Oh, I told the IG to go to Benway. I'm not aware he didn't go. You know, so this is not the first time. So, but do you see this taking effect this time? I believe it should take effect. I don't want to push it. Mm. Let's see what happened um, in a couple of days or weeks to come. But I believe it should take effect. Mm. All right. A- a- another story. Um, talking about uh, the president. Still talking about the president. President Tunubu says that his administration inherited serious liabilities from the previous government, but he also added to it that he will not make any excuses. What do you have to say to this? He only passed information. He has told us that we should allay our fears. It is not an excuse that we for should him not, not to pity perform. him. Don't think about it. Hmm. I'm only giving information. I'm not saying it's going to affect my performance. But you need to know where we are taking off from. So if you want to attack, you want to criticize, Mm. you want to chastise, you have to know the baseline before you can start attacking us. I think that's what he's only saying. Because the previous administration also, you know, oh, the Jonathan administration did this, did this, did this, you know, the COVID-19, you know, they did that. Now the president was, oh, we also, yeah, um, you know, uh, inherited serious liabilities. So before you chat, you know, before you don't chastise us too much. The previous administration uh, did uh, a whole lot. Well, of my, my understanding of that statement is this: um, this is not, mm. um, this is the first time that I'm hearing such from this president. But he has been in that seat now for more about six months. Yes. And he has never said it. I'm thinking um, the situation he found himself warranted he needs to say that. Perhaps because he needed a favor from the Islamic Development Bank. Because it was at that level that he said it. So if saying that, giving such information will enhance um, whatever he wants. The assistance. Yes, so okay. I don't see anything wrong in that. But he has equally given us a caveat. It will not affect me. 
I'm not using it as an excuse. And that's what we don't want him to use it mm. for. Yes. Mm. All right, so let's quickly go into the papers. All right, eight minutes past the hour, seven o'clock. My name is Binga, or a the man you just have to love. I have uh, those stars right here in the building. The Punch newspaper, we have stories from The Punch, we have stories from The Vanguard, The Tribune is also here, and The Nation newspaper is also in the building. The Punch newspaper has these headlines. Ajero's alleged assault. Federal government knocks labor. Strike records partial compliance. Ajero's alleged assault. Federal government knocks labor. Strike records partial compliance. The Punch newspaper also has this one. CBN extends validity of old Naira notes indefinitely. CBN extends validity of old Naira notes indefinitely. All right, the Vanguard newspaper also has this one. Nigerian woman Helen Williams sets new Guinness World Record for longest handmade wig. Oh, dear. Nigerian woman Helen Williams sets new Guinness World Record for longest handmade wig. Go, Nigeria. The Tribune newspaper also has this one. Atiku calls for opposition parties merger to dislodge APC. Atiku calls for opposition parties merger to dislodge the APC. The Nation newspaper also has this one. Oshomale to Ajero and Osifo. Strike is misplaced priority. Oshomale to Ajero and Osifo. Strike is misplaced priority. All right, let's quickly go into the details of the stories. Remember, if you just joined us, it is freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Let's review the stories. We are live on Facebook. We are live on Facebook. You can start dropping your comments there. And on Twitter as well, on the X platform at Fresh FM and Bell Quitter. We'll be opening the phone lines pretty soon, but let's analyze real quick. Now, looking at the details of the stories, the Punch newspaper, Ajero's alleged assault, federal government knocks labor, strike records partial compliance. And it comes with uh, double riders. Uh, Tinubu not behind attack on Ajero, escalating strike nationwide unreasonable says AGF office. Another writer says Lagos, Rivas, Quara, Bochi workers, Sean, Labour, Kano, Edo, Delta, Kwaibam and others comply. Now here's the story. The federal government on Tuesday berated organized labour over the ongoing nationwide strike declared by union leaders following the assault on the Nigerian Labour Congress President Joe Ajero. Kamarudino Gundeli who is a special assistant to the Minister of Justice and Attorney General of the Federation in an interview with the Rise Television on Tuesday, said, The strike was not in the interest of the country. But the President of the Trade Union Congress, Festo Susifo, who also appeared on the t TV as well, noted that the Governor of Imo State, Hopo Zodima, has not apologized over the brutalization of Comrade Joe Ajero. The Punch newspaper, Ajero's alleged assault, federal government knocks labor and strike, records partial compliance. Okay, let's talk about this story of stars. Uh, even though, according to reports, they said the strike got some sort of partial compliance, you know, and we should also remember that there's an, also, uh, an existing court order forbidding labor from going on strike. But the organized labor, Talking about uh, Festus, he said something. <laughs> he said that the federal government cannot, in his words, he said the federal government cannot continually take 
black market injunction to cripple the labor or else they would rather arrest the entire nigeria but my question is is declaring a strike right now looking at the economic situation is declaring a strike right now in the interest of the nation or in the interest of labor <sighs> i have pondered over this and i knew that I'll be writing an exam this morning. <laughs> um, I'm feeling bad. My daughter is in public school. Mm. This is the first time I think I'll be affected because I have never had a daughter, a, a, a child in public school. So she's not going to school today. And I asked myself a question. Why is my daughter not going to school today? and several other Nigerian students or Nigerian children mm. because Ajiro said he was beaten. Because some people got power drunk. Because institution created them for the benefit of the people while deciding to use the institution and people's trust in them mm. to work against the people. Banks will not work. The woman that's in the market who has made a lot of cash has been unnecessarily exposed because NLC said their leader was beaten. NLC decided to throw away the institution that created them and decided to take loss into their hands. There are institutions that have been created by the system to take care of issues like this. Why is NLC thinking they cannot follow that route. Another question. If NLC is cheapening strike, the biggest tool, the most potent tool of a labor leader or a labor movement anywhere in the world, if they cheapen it because they said that they has been beaten, what will happen when major issues comes up? Because the way NLC is going about this, they are making us believe in that there is nothing else that is troubling Nigeria. It's only the beating of their leader that is important now. All other things are not important. And for that, they want to lock down the country. To me, that is the greatest abuse of power. But do you think if the Imo State governor you know, apologizes... To say, okay, we're sorry because of what happened to you. Do you think all of this will just go away? And also another question. Is the NLC going too far with this? And also can also uh, can the federal government proscribe the NLC if they step too much out of their boundaries? The challenge I have is your coming in stopped me from getting to that. There is a fear that at the end of the day, the people and the workers 
will be the losers. Because the system we operate, the government has a lot of powers. And the way NLC has gone about this, they are going to give the operators of the system the opportunity to have everything and find a way to clip their wings so that this kind of action will not come up in the future. As far as I'm concerned, and looking at or listening to narratives on the street, I monitored the program yesterday with Chike. Apart from maybe Kyle Day, the other person, all our colors, all other colors had reason to say no to this strike. Can you imagine if the NLC has convened a strike, a national strike, like they are doing now, because what do you call it? Assemblymen decided to buy SUV mm. of 160 million for 400 members. What would have happened? Wouldn't Nigerians have said, wow, this is mm. good? And I'm saying this because how many are we in Nigeria? Estimatedly, 200 million. If 160 million is given out, I'm talking like a non-economist, a layman on the street. Now, each Nigerian, if they decide to distribute 160 million to about 180 of us, we are likely going to have 800,000 each of us. Multiply by 400. Do you know how much hmm. will have gotten to the account of every Nigerian? Now, if you're not trying to use that money, instead of giving cash to people, now you want to convert it and use it to develop the asset mm. or something meaningful in the infrastructure for Nigerians. Do you know what benefit Nigerians will have gotten from that? NLC did not go on strike because of that. They are going on strike because they said Ajero. And I'm using the word they said. Now, according to Tony Sifo, he, Festo Sifo, he said that, oh, they, they excused um, those unessential duties. But it is really sad that in Imo State, Imo State is still on the blackout still. Wait, wait. NLC has no ground for this strike. Hmm. I have said it here. You cannot use an error to correct an, an error. error. I've said it here. Ajero approached that issue wrongly. wrongly. Look, I'm going to ask you a question. What is the position of the local chapter of NLC in Imo. Are they in support of this? Hmm. These are the questions. Then I listened to Opus Odima. He said it's regrettable that Ajero was brutalized. He said it. But he said in his state, 98% of civil servants who are not ghost workers have been paid their dues. He's not owing them. Now, if NLC says Uzodima took loss into his hand, mm. the people that they felt are not ghost workers, but who have been alleged to be ghost workers, shouldn't the NLC go to court and prove a case that these people are not ghost are workers. Not ghost workers are actual workers. Isn't there a court? Okay, fine. If Ajero or NLC said 
their leader have been beaten. Is it or does it constitute a ground for which they can convene a national strike like they are doing now? Does it represent a ground? Mm. Are they not the law court and perhaps request for 10 billion or whatever from the state government? But the truth of the matter is they can't prove it. It can be proven. Look, there has not been any evidence of who or party or person responsible for the beating of Ajero. Nobody has seen any fact about that. And that's why I said Ajero walked into a trap. A seasoned, well-experienced labor leader won't do what he did. Well, someone said that, will they have beaten Paimodo like that? Will they have beaten Anoshomele like that? Will because they... they wouldn't have behaved this stupidly. And someone also <laughs> said that Ajero um, Asi, when he didn't go to Imo State as a labor leader, but he went as a politician. Do you agree with that? Well, it's our word against his own. When I say our word, I equally believe he didn't go there as a labor leader. He went there as a partisan politician. As a, okay. but, but, but the truth of the matter is, hmm. He would decide and to tell us that whether he went there for political reasons or because of his members, mm. I mean, he's the chairman of the LC. That's why I said it's an award against his own. But my own position is simple. He did not approach it intelligently. As a labor leader, as an activist, there are certain steps you need to take to protect yourself. Now he let, did let me, not take those steps. Let, if let he has him killed... Let if he hasn't killed, these are the been throwing. Let me let me let me sound a little bit controversial here. Um, the some of the states that did not, uh, it didn't comply with uh, the strike. Lagos, Rivers, Kwarabochi, you know, they shunned labor. But in uh, Kano, Edo Delta, you know, I heard in Ogun states they actually complied a bit. Does that show level of patriotism here? When for I was you not, to, for you not to comply. When I was into the news run? yesterday, yes, I. And that has been the other. Um, I saw one trend recently mm. since uh, Ashwaju Bolametinu became the president. The North seems very ready and willing to obey civil disobedience. In Nigeria, my experience, this two of Nigeria that I know, mm. the North has not been given to obeying civil disobedience. All the period of June 12 protest, the North never joined it. The North has not been known to be joining call for civil disobedience. So I'm just shocked. Kano, Niger, and the list kept on going on, obeying civil disobedience. The trend to a Nigerian who really understands the politics is clear. Okay, fine. It's from there. When it was our turn, they too are always doing this. It's our turn to do it for them. That thing now. Now, I'm what, what I'm asking now, is, for, for you to have obeyed the strike, does that show that you're not patriotic? No, it doesn't. It doesn't come that way. I think it just depends on um, which side, which divide of politics hmm. you find yourself. Which divide of politics you yes. find yourself? In Ogun State, there was no compliance. They are not ready to comply. But according to reports, it said of I am state. coming now. Hmm. My daughter was in school yesterday, but they phoned the school, the agitators, that if they open that school day, they are coming 
to cause trouble there. Mm. So they are forcing people to join them. Okay. People readily are not coming out to join. But I will round off this by saying that what NLC is doing is cheapening strike. Mm. Strike is a potent tool in the box okay. of any labor movement anywhere okay. in the world. When you cheapen it for this purpose now, now once they've done this, are they going to call people out again that the government is not obeying, uh, is not um, fulfilling the memorandum they signed with them, whatever, however they want to put it? Will they now call us out again after this? So these are the issues. But looking at what they asked for, the Commissioner of Police have been deployed. Um, the IGP has set up a panel of inquiry to look at But the governor has not apologized. The governor has stylishly apologized. <laughs> stylishly apologized. He has said, look, he's a leader. Mm. He has said it's regrettable mm. that Jero was brutalized. Yes. But he feels that as a citizen, as an Indian of Imo, mm. and being the labor leader, the NLC chairman, he should have used this position to help the state and not to cause chaos mm. in the state. Okay. One way or the other, I think he has a project. All right. There are other ways of going about it. All right, let's, let's, let's go to another story. Let's go to another story. Uh, okay, we need to go on this quick break. We'll be right back after this advert break. And when we're back, we still have more stories to review. Don't touch that radio. Hey. Ah, is this a mistake? What? What's that? What happened? See, I just bought 1,000 Naira Glue Data. And instead of the usual, I got 3.9 gigabytes. <laughs> Guy, I swear, that's how I saw it too. I bought 2,000 Naira data yesterday and I got a whopping 9.2 gigabytes. Wow! Glow data is just always bigger. <laughs> yep, and always better. I swear down. <laughs> Babe, why are you removing your SIM? I'm leaving this network and getting a Glow SIM immediately. And I'm not giving you my new number. You're on probation. Why didn't you tell me about this new Glow data plans? Oh, glow new data plans. Always bigger, always better. <laughs> Babe. Sorry now. <laughs> yes, get a Glow SIM card today and enjoy bigger, better data on the Glow Network. Just dial star seven 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 hash and choose your plan. Glow Unlimited. Opelowo Olorun Opelowo eyin ni bara wa ile ise IAS idaraba gbogbo eni to nbe Olorun fun ile kiko a o ni se kokoroku o eni to ti ra ile tele iyi te ra yen o ni je aramo lojojumo lo pa gbegbe ti won pe ni pokuko abi oku ta ngba jumo se ni awon eyan ba so ibe dibi ti won fe kolese ifa famia famia ware o 200000 naira pere le ma ra ti wa nti wa garden sete pokuko ni ko je oke atalabe oku ta bakun agbala wura to wa ni my 8 ajebo Nikoja OGTV, Katu Diori Le University of Medicine, Tifeda Medical Center Goni Le Yua, 600,000 Era Piri, Le Mara Puloti Le Konibe, Ipo 750,000 Era, Tenra Tele, E Mag Bagbeo, Bubeli Tobara Puloti Metale Kano, Nimua Wele, Agba Bulo Kwati Cementi Lofe, Lati Beren Kakaluri Lenye, P091 November 23 Oduji Oh, I need to have some power, I got like 
Zuma or Koiba. Oh, allow my late at your oak. Don't tell Julowo, Ilesha Ezos Pharmaceutical and General Limited. Loshe, Yara, you pilot your domata, Lori Tokitare, Exuma, Exuma, Koiba. Yes. You're cooking again. <laughs> my sister, you know I like to keep my family happy. Mm, so you use Tasty Tom? Of course. Huh, this stew is so red and thick. <laughs> Tasty Tom tomato mix enriches my meals with an appealing and appetizing red color. So Tasty Tom is this red and thick? Yes, so. Mm, it's also tasty. <laughs> Can we have more, please? <laughs> I am going to get my own Tasty Tom tomato mix. My family deserves to be happy too. Yes, sir. With Tasty Tom tomato mix, you can give your family more of meals that make them happy. It's thick, tasty, and enriches your meals with an appealing red color. It's enriched with vitamins and fiber that are good for the body. Tasty Tom for tasty meals. We're back on radio. It is still freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. The Punch newspaper has this one. CBN extends validity of old Naira indefinitely. Now, the Central Bank of Nigeria has announced its intention to extend the validity of the old 200 Naira, 500 Naira, 1,000 Naira notes indefinitely. Now, this is as the Apex Bank declared its desire to extend the validity of old Naira notes beyond any expiry date. According to the bank, it is working with the relevant authorities to vacate the subsistent court ruling on the same subject. Uh, the Punch newspaper, CBN extends validity of old Naira notes indefinitely. Now, it starts this. We'll make it the third statement the CBN has issued um, in the past weeks uh, concerning this Naira notes in recent times. Now, um, you remember earlier this month, they said they clarified that there is no scarcity in a Naira notes. Uh, later, it also announced that the bank notes remain legal tender and should not be rejected by anyone and now they have actually come out to say that cbn narrow cbn to allow for old notes as a bank notes as legal tender ad infinitum and they also added that the decision is in line with international best practice talking about this it just brings to to mind the immediate error what are your thoughts here um the best practice angle is what i agree with i align with that mm. That's international best practice. One. However, the issue of scarcity, it was in the news yesterday and it has been around. Yes. Um, that some state in the north are um, expressing scarcity of the um, Yes. Of, of cash, like that. And um, there have been issues here and there. Uh, some people have said uh, it's not the best for us, well, there should be cash available, etc. I, I disagree with that. If you can remember, when this cashless policy and cash design came up, there were two policies. Yeah, the cashless policy and the cashless. The first one that first came was cashless. Mm. And I gave it 100% support. It became heated argument on the radio. True. Uh, there are people that are like, no, you didn't get it right. In Afolabi, uh, Solomon, etc. Uh, mm. Back and forth between some of us analyst and some of our callers mm. now the die design came and immediately brought out his real intention with the way he went about implementing it which is not being corrected mm. and that's why i said i align with this um stand of a uh, cbn 
it is international best practices. So the Amir Fele brought that policy then was not wrong. But it was because it was setting a timeline at a difficult time for Nigerians Niger. when election was coming yeah, exactly. up. That was the problem. But cashless policy is the way to go. Mm. You see, it's going to enhance the value of our Naira. Because one thing you do when there is inflation, when money is losing value, is to mop it up and reduce the volume of cash that is in people's hands. When you do that, it increases the value. Mm. When you are able to make a lot of transactions to be cashless, it's equally helping the system. And that's why I feel we should encourage it. Why they have challenges in the North regarding the cash available in the system, mm. I don't know. But it might be because they have not been, you know, totally aligned to the cashless policy of government. Let us go back and agree to operate a cashless-based economy. It has a lot of advantages. You understand? So it, it all depends it. on the lifestyle, you know, and discipline here. Because to me, the cashless policy, it would also help in the area of cash abusing the Naira. That, that you go to church, you go to religious hall, you know, and the way they squeeze the Naira, you go to parties, the way... And many Nigerians are not even aware that it is against the law. Yeah. One could end up in prison. It's against the law. Careful. But I'm not even looking at it from that angle, you know, wholesomely. I want to look at from the angle of when we have a cashless policy, it's going to help credit transaction. When you operate a cash-based economy, it's not good for the people. But when you have a system where there is credit, opportunity for credit, and you can only do that when you can trace you back to the account. And you can, their financial, you know, operators can tell you they have this guarantee regarding their customer. When things become, you know, cashless, it's credit-based. Well, in, in as much as I want to agree with you, but let's also look at the system, the banking system. There are so many people, oh, I sent money to you, you didn't get to the place. and So that, that place needs to be fine-tuned, seamless transactions. Have you noticed a beautiful thing coming up now? The fintech operators, I don't want to mention their names mm. because I'm on air, I don't want to promote anybody. But there are so many of them now, the fintech operators. And have you noticed that when you push money on their platform, it eats instantly. Mm. And that is the way to decongest the conventional banks exactly. that feel, you know, overfilled. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. And fintech in Africa, is growing exactly nigeria is leading nigeria is leading Mm. seriously in that regard so can we equally spread out to using fintechs but what i'm saying about credit facility is this if there's credit facility you can buy furniture without having the cash you can buy car you can buy things that you need without having the cash and there'll be a system in place that will help you to pay back over a time limit Mm. and that is what when you migrate from cashless policy, you know, to and when you migrate from a cash-based cash policy to, to a cash cashless policy, policy, those are part of the advantages. Mm. So I'm thinking it should be encouraged. It should be encouraged. All right, let's talk about um, the former vice president. Uh, the Tribune has this story. Atiku calls for opposition parties merger. 
to dislodge the APC. Now, it is too late. <laughs> former Vice President Atiku Abubak has called for the opposition parties in the country to come together in a merger to enable them to successfully challenge the ruling All Progressives Congress. He made the call in Abuja on Tuesday when he hosted the National Executive Committee of the Inter-Party Advisory Council of Nigeria, led by its National President Yabagi Sani. The Tribune, Atiku calls for opposition parties' merger to dislodge APC, just like what you said. Is this coming too late? Why didn't he call for this in the build-up to the 2023 election? It's too late. You see, my should be honest to acknowledge the fact that out of the three front-runners during that presidential race, Bolamet Tinobu has proven that he is smarter, more intelligent than all of them. I, I, I'm not saying this because I'm a pro Bolamet Tinobu. I'm not hiding that. But everything, every action that has been taken by the three of them, he has shown that he is smarter than the three of them. When Atiku had the opportunity of correcting the error within his party by just changing the chairman, he didn't. Talking about the G5 yes, issue? Yes, he, mm. he didn't. And every action he has taken has shown him as a failed commander. He led PDP to this defeat. If he had been strategic, if he had been intelligent and a good war commander, you will have realized that and Obi pulling out, coming from the Labour Party, was a bad one for him. All of us analyze that. That Obi is going to capture a huge vote from the Southeast. And Southeast has been the natural base of PDP. If PDP loses that, there is no way they can win that election. And that's why people like Oshomole came up on there and said, when they were together, we defeated them. Is it now that they are not partitioned that they can defeat us? He didn't listen to such. So I am happy that they went that route and now they are not the one in Asso Rock because every action and decision they've taken has shown them that they are not a commander, the war commander we need at this point in time. Why is he just thinking about all of them coming together? When Bolamethun was doing that, Running every opposition together to defeat PDP. Where was he? The APC is the alignment. Yes, the CPC and all of it. All of them mm. to defeat PDP. Mm. Look at how long ago he has done that. I think we're just realizing that it is late. All right, our final story the Vanguard newspaper. Nigerian woman Helen Williams sets new Guinness World Record for longest handmade wig. Now, Helen Williams, a wig maker from Lagos, has entered the Guinness World Records by creating the world's longest handmade wig. Now, this wig measures an outstanding 351.28 meters, which is approximately 1,152 feet five inches now with helen dedicating 11 days and over two million naira to craft this remarkable now the guinness world record acknowledged her feat by sharing it on its official x account saying that helen williams from lagos nigeria has achieved a new record for the longest handmade wig which stretches an incredible 351.28 meters 
the Vanguard newspaper. Go Nigeria! Nigerian woman Helen Williams sets new Guinness World Record for longest handmade. I've seen people, you know, when they do the wig, the handmade wigs, it is not easy. It is, in fact, hard work. You know, it takes blood, sweat and all. Now, for one to now go this length and the Guinness World Record will now uh, is now identifying with this person that, hey, this is, in fact, huge. Congratulations to Helen Williams here. The can-do spirit of Nigerians, hmm. most of our youth, can't be taken away. Sure. You can't defeat it. Sure. So I'm not really shocked. Sure. And um, after the... Hilda Bachi? Yes. Hmm. Some of us have said uh, the people that are taking record at World Guinness or Guinness World, whatever mm. you call them, they should be ready for Nigerian too. Sure. There will be more Nigerians. Now, talking about that, I, I would also say that, if, because if you remember when Hilda Bassid did her own, you know, for the Cookathon, there were some other persons who said, oh, I can also do it too. I cannot wear the chef dummies of this world and all, you know. But I felt like there are other records Nigerians can also break. I'm yes. still looking for someone who could just say, oh, I want to make the longest noodles. I want to make the longest spaghetti. I want to make the... Yes. I, I think someone is trying to do a uh, longest newsweek. But Maybe there are I should other things for that one. I, I think we should be looking into technology. You know, exactly. Researches. True. Uh, we should try to break world records mm. in those areas. It's not as if we lack what it takes. Um, I think um, our youth need more encouragement. Uh, that, that's the truth. Um, our youth need uh, enabling environment to be able to do that. Um, but I'll sound this. I don't know. The people at the World Guinness Record, mm, what Guinness you call World them, Records, yes. I, I think they should try and streamline how this thing works. If somebody wins your record, I think should have a premium i mean a protection of certain period maybe no other person can compete to change it okay like a, to patent the thing okay until after about two years or okay okay so that i mean it rains because it for is, a period it yes is, it, is, it is annoying. somebody does it now the next three four five months you said somebody has broken uh, that I record and let her mm. i am thinking if since as she has she has done it now maybe say okay you can't compete with that thing, that record, like a tenure, a tenure, mm. maybe next one month, mm. one year, they should protect that record, mm. and you know, for others to be able to do it, maybe that's my solution. I, I think Nigerians should also. When you see, okay, he has done this week. Okay, let me do something else. But somebody in India has beaten that record. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And big congratulations to mm. them. But here in Niger, a Nigerian has done it. Let's face another thing. Like, oh, no. because Niger, okay, it may not affect it. Yeah. Not, I want no, no, no. Nigerian bad That's bad bele, bad beleism, <laughs> you know. Uh, but for, for talking about for news reader, I think I could do that, or maybe we'll start. We could do that. What would you want? News analysis for let's say for a week. Okay. For straight seventy-two hours. If you are not going <laughs> to hundred hours. If you are not going to ask him to come and start paying for diesel, you know, because you have to contend with power. Um, recently, um, I think somebody. Mm. On Splash, the Yoruba magazine program was saying they wanted to do something for a Yoruba program for that many hours. And somebody said, Who is going to prepare for diesel? And I just <laughs> laughed. <laughs> Remember, it takes light. I mean, never takes out. You know, like, news analysis for like 100 hours straight. You know, <laughs> we, could, we could do it. We could do it. But anyway, 
We're going to be opening the phone lines pretty soon, but we need to go on this quick break. And when we're back, we get to talk to Nigel Jones. Don't touch that radio. Oni Electronics Day, Iron Defun Bogwe, Nyanwa. Yes, Oni Electronics. Ileshe tala unfishi kewa. Toba donit Electronics. Ibudoka shosho kiki Electronics niye. Ogo pa kulobade. Besire. Original nanta ni besa. Ena. Lango Electronic appliances. Lori shurishi. Be television, refrigerator, freezer, radio tape. Lori shurishi. Plasma TV. Lori shurishi. Home theater. Pressing iron. Air condition. Generator. Washing machine. Abibilia tibe be lotale katon. Eh eh. Oni Electronics. Office wawane. Shakon. Abe okuta. Ni greenhouse. Behind. New Shakon Shopping Complex, opposite General Post Office. O send a cannibal the third bill near electronics. Low where Nishakon to your mobile. Equiwan, telephone 0803 350 68 Action. Oja woka aroma legun la kwebe arariro tabi anye didun kara ule pembam loko bobo wan akbarako kara ule pembam tu yi pharmaceutical industries limited awanto luru koto she ikbeke li nebeka kogon yibolo she kara ule pembam erose she piri patu piri takpa takpon pon kara ule pembam okisibe kara ule pembam ure atura dada ore amo kuori reti le lai Back on radio, the numbers to call 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111079. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning to you. Okay. I think, uh, uh, I don't think, uh, 
But uh, I think they should take all their differences to the police. They also have because okay. this is a national issue. They have, I think it's too late, you know, for that now. Because uh, over the years, we are having the kind of uh, uh, military regime where we have the competent and labor uh, leaders, you know, and they perform very well mm. in that regime. And that is the toughest you know, So look at this uh, democratic one, it's toughness. So I don't think we should use injury for injury, you know, now. There should be a consideration, you know, right, So uh, as a matter of fact, we need to be, if we need to set this case that this guy is really the one. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111079. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Sir. Good morning. Yeah, my name is Genga. I'm coming from, uh, calling from uh, Saraki. Let's talk. I think the labor leaders have taken it away from the track. Uh, Hello? Oh dear. Oh dear. You can also send it via on, on, on WhatsApp as well. You can also do WhatsApp as well. And uh, we are live on Facebook on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bill Kuta. And at Fresh FM at Bill Kuta. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to Yeah, good morning. I greet everybody in the house. Yeah, good morning. What this is uh, Tobori from a this to Tobori calling from a Bell Kuta. All right, Tobori, let's talk. Yeah. My contribution this morning will come in a little bit as a, as a, a kind of advice, most especially to Osas. You see, Osas is um, is uh, a seasoned journalist, and his profession shows that he should not take side. He should analyze issues the way they are. But I think he's a little bit getting carried away with this Bola Metinubu thing. So by the time you give a report, everybody will just see it as. Um, is an APC member. I don't think he's good for his profession. He should try as much as possible. Fine, we are, we are human beings. We have our own, we have our own uh, beliefs. He, he will have his own preference, but he shouldn't just show it on radio. Like uh, when he says, um, they said they beat the NSC president. With that, with those marks we saw in his face, you can't say they said. He was beaten. That is the truth. All right, thank you. So we should thank we should you. analyze issues the way they are. Thank you. One minute allocated for every caller. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. 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 Good Side you gonna make the number, but let's keep that one aside. You see, on this agenda of the thing, yes. they beat an individual, and the whole nation went black out. The whole nation was grounded. I don't see anything very good in it. I don't want to use some very good, you know, I mean, uh, 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 statement, but it's good that way. But I just want something. Wait, uh, let me shock you. Some people went to tell us to do the guy yesterday. They could not get medical treatment because of the fact that somebody was beating and he grounded. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. We have some messages right here on WhatsApp. It says, a Good morning, Benga. Ade from Abelkuta. I disagree completely with your analysts and other supporters of bad incidents that happened in Imo State. Supporting all that is bad by many of us and uh, 
Defending the action in the past and present is what brought us to where we are today. If we as a citizens have been condemning every bad action taken by the various governments, our country would have developed beyond uh, this state. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Dingo. Yeah, good morning to you. What's your name? Good morning to you. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. What's yeah, your name? God you bless you, Ali. Yeah, my name is Comrade Iguridua, calling from Madibe. Let's talk. When we start, I want to start his commission this morning. He was asking him, say that, why is daughter the son and then go to school today? The same question my son asked me this morning, that, mm. Dad, why are we not in school today? I don't know why, because of the local leader being a partisan police, police and he was beaten. Why must he shut down the whole entire nation? Mm. Ali, it's, not, it's not proper at all, man. If I was no peace of Dima, I would have done more than what he has ah, done. Ah, okay. Yes, because I'm, because I'm eating. I want to take away the, the pot of soup from my front. It, it, it's not done anyway. No, no, God, no. God bless, no, bless no. your <laughs> No, no, no. Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> you would have done what? No, 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 no. no. Uh, but also, there, there, there are no evidence. What's the evidence that um, the governor of Imo State was the one that actually perpetrated what happened to him? You know, we can't actually place that fact on ground. It's not solid fact. But, uh, fingers crossed. Let's pick up more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Yeah, this is Falari Michael from Madibe. Falari, let's talk. Yes, Michael this morning is on the article's call. Okay. And the analysis here saying that it's too late. Article, was not, article is not calling for major. Because of 2023 election, if going forward, it's calling for major towards the next election that we go. Mm. So why, why are we talking about saying that it's too late? Late to be to start calling, to start gathering, and start preparing for the next election. Mm. I think we should just mind our analysis. Thank you. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Appreciate you. Showing Kajibala on WhatsApp says that the narrative of taking laws into our hands and committing jungle justice is fast becoming legalized. If because my political opinion is different from yours. Then you have to beat me. The wife has to poison the husband because of political... <laughs> oh, dear. No, no, that's not good that line. All right, Engineer Falabi from Zongo says, uh, Mr. Ostars, how do you prove that cashless policy will work in cash microeconomics? Our mode of trade in this part of the country is restricted to the use of cash as the prime instrument of transaction. Is that yes, I agree with his attitude, mm. but it can change. It, it can change. All right, okay, let's pick up more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good, morning. good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Uh, uh, this is Jamie James calling from Obada. Let's talk, please. Uh, either for 2023 or 2020 or for 2027, what Afiku said was an afterthought. Hmm. And it is too late to cry when the head has been cut off. Okay. Afiku was selfish and desperate to become president. Hmm. The attorney had made him to go against the unwritten agreement of North and South rotation of presidency. It is better he retires and start acting like an elder statesman. All right. Then. On NSTUC, they must not use the strength of workers at their disposal to put Nigeria in disarray. Mm. Good morning. Good morning to you. All right, on Twitter, Professor Aguila says that emo politics under Ozodima is beyond ordinary. Labour Party was seen as a big threat to a second-term bid and state apparatus were used to crush any opposition. Those that were beaten, the Labour Party agent inside Collation Centre, were their security agents. Let's drop all the sentiments. 
All right, Shanae Atinde on Twitter says that, Good morning. On the NLC and TEC strike, I want to implore the governments to quickly wade into this matter by fishing out the culprits that committed the nefer the heinous act against the NLC president. The people united can never be defeated. All right, on Facebook, Akorede uh, says that Isu starts postulating that Imo state government has handled the brutalization of Ajero well. No worker is being forced by the organized labor to comply with the strike directive. This is a civilized society, I beg. Hello, good morning. Hello, oh dear. Good morning. Okay. Larry Olakomi says that good morning, Bingano stars. Mr. Ajero and his allies will surely put the name of NLC in disrepute. Going by their open partisanship, I see it as double jeopardy for Mr. Ajero as Governor Uzodima has declared, was declared governor for a second term. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, sir. Hi, I'm Rotimi from Isaliake. Rotimi, let's talk. Two things. Two. After this strike, yes. would the workers come back to ask for their salary? <laughs> I think the no to work, me, no pay policy is still in, in place. No work, no pay. Let them go and well, whichever month they want to strike. I will say let them, let, let, them, let them continue. If they will they get salary? Hmm. They won't get the salary. Okay. To me, they won't get the salary. Again, and I have a serious business at hand that they want people to join them. Will people join them? Will people take serious? I think the labor leader they need to consult with others that before them okay. that lead them that lead the, 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 the labor movement before them to consult and ask. I now not say shame to All that right. All right. All Thank right. you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. All right. Adekunle from Ararami Obada says the statement from inheriting a bankrupt government wasn't directly from Mr. President and not said in Saudi Arabia. It was a statement from the CSO. It's only a Nigerian playing politics that would debunk this fact. But it shouldn't be an excuse for failure. Good morning. Okay, uh, Lawal Lukman says that uh, it's like Ajero deliberately orchestrated this crisis. He knowingly and deliberately walked into the mob, got bitten and leveraged on this to achieve his ultimate goal. NLC on strike, not because of government reckless spending, but because Ajero was beaten. <laughs> what a lazy strike. Hello, good morning. Mr. Binga, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. This is Sunday calling from Lagos. Sunday, let's talk. Um, I'm uh, Mr. Sass, good morning. Good morning. Do we have uh, women, do we have CSUs? I mean, society and uh, women rights again. What is that? They don't say, do we have our two service, uh, civil society group again? Yeah, we have civil society, Sarah. Because Mr. Sass said something. No, Final one, Basi Oduma says that it is pathetic how your analysis attributes smartness to Tinubu's emergence as president. I hope he saw what transpired in the off-season elections in the three states. Let's keep justifying abnormalities and call it strategy. 
We are all in it. Good morning. Uh, Omar Yale, uh Babatunde says that the NLCTUC have been talking about their strike for a long time before now. They were criticized. The government who failed to keep their words to the unions are not criticized. Okay, long story there. But I think I'll just stop there. But anyway, Ustaz. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning. Remember, join us at uh, 10 o'clock.